0: You're listening to the Rebel Scum Podcast. You are
1: always scum. Rebel Scum.
0: From odds making to list rankings, we've got you covered. And don't forget to join us on Patreon for early access and exclusive content. Here are your hosts, Brock and James.
1: James, have you been watching any Star Wars in your isolation?
0: Uh, Yes, yes, I have, yeah.
1: We're gonna be watched.
0: The Rise of Skywalker. Mm Troz. Also the uh, the Legacy of Skywalker documentary. And all the all the deleted all the not deleted, all the special features.
1: (laughs) I've been watching Love is Blind on Netflix. Oh good God. Aaron Watch white noise in the background. Aaron Watch. Those people are insane. It's uh it's something else, because spoilers, some of them don't make it to the end. There's something else watching people say I don't at, at the end and they're like Wow, and I'm like, I can't. But you know, once you start, you gotta keep. You gotta keep going. I'm almost done, uh, but I want to go back so I can uh, or get done so I can continue to watch Rebels. Excellent show. If you're not rewatching it, what is wrong with you? I hope you're working <laughs> because it's a great. I show hope to they're re-watch. not watching
0: Love Is Blind over Rebels. I look. Ooh. I I had to sit through a little bit of Love Is Blind, Brock.
1: I mean, I walked away. It would make. It would make Kanan's situation in season three a lot more interesting. Ouch. Ouch. You just watch scenes with Hera and Kanan with the audio of Love is Blind. (laughs) I've never dated a a, a (laughs) Twi'lek. Anyways, this is the Rebel Scum Podcast. I'm Brock. I'm James. And this is where we talk about Star Wars. For
0: the 162nd time. Yeah, uh, and now you know the last year or so we've been doing it over Skype, but now we legitimately have to do it over exactly Skype. Now, now there's it. no. Remember, like a week ago when you're like Andrew, you could come over and record if you want. Now it's like <laughs> it's
1: they even. were like, "Should we do this?" <laughs>
0: <laughs> now it's not even, and I just coughed, and now the world is shut down. They're like, "Why did it cough?" That was a, it was a clearing my throat cough, not a anything else
1: spoilers the world's already shut down the world
0: is <laughs> completely and utterly shut down but what we do we hope everybody out there is safe um you know we're trying to give you guys all as much content as humanly possible on our end even when we run out of things to talk about it's just i think right now we're all in we're all in this situation brock where we're you know for the good of You know mankind we're staying indoors to let this virus kind of run its course and pass through the ones that it's in and and and, you know disintegrate um so we're just trying to to you know do a small part here where we're going to bring you guys content with live chats where we can all get together and talk while we're all stuck indoors being isolated because i think one thing that we can't forget is human interaction is still very important and even though we're not face to face uh the chats are still a lot of fun so thank you everybody for being there it really means a lot to us and uh we hope that you enjoy it and even if you're not on the chat you just have it on just anything to keep everybody inside it just is, is really important to us and we really hope everybody's doing well right now out there in in the universe yes yeah
1: also, watch Rebels. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but we, you know, with we, we have to talk about the stupid virus as much as possible because it's 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 consuming our lives basically. I mean, it's changing everything. But also, we're here to talk Star Wars and hopefully be a little bit entertaining and distract everybody a little bit from 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 the plexiglass that's conv- that's uh, dividing. <laughs> human races right now human nature it's crazy uh so let's talk some star wars brock 162 162 episodes
1: wow wow
0: how many have you watched <laughs> seven
1: <laughs> i live them i don't need to rewatch. Them. <laughs> i haven't re-watched one
0: since i think i think we were at celebration i think so Are
1: we like uh aaron we were having a, a group chat the other night because our friend daryl it was his birthday yeah. And Aaron said, Oh, did you watch the the scavengers come with uh, your nieces and nephew. I'm like, I don't watch anything that I'm not in. But
0: you were in that episode, actually. You were in both of those. Yeah, and well, actually, but
1: still, I don't really watch, watch anything we make. Yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> were
0: actually the. Uh, you were a big part of one of them. You got you and Andrew do a whole review on the new season of Clone of the Clone Wars. Right, right. Uh, yeah. Cloning around is available for everybody on Patreon right now. Yeah. Also, for all of our Patreon subscribers, basically everything is going to be available for all Patreon subscribers, and we're going to do some Patreon live chats as well. Yep. So it's gonna be a lot of fun. We're gonna have a lot of fun doing this. Also, uh, here the contest we ran during all um, live streams last week. Well, the winner will be announced tomorrow on Scavenger Scum, seven PM. You don't want to miss that. You might be called. Also, a new contest coming up, partnership possibly for a t-shirt, Brock. Um, So, and we're gonna announce that tomorrow. Should be a lot of fun. Also. yeah, we're just like I said we're just trying to do stuff but then like we're going to talk star wars uh and like i said i've been watching a lot of rise of skywalker brock i'm guessing when they release it on disney plus probably by tomorrow whenever <laughs> you know it's going to be released early though when they release it on disney plus right. are you going to go out of your way to watch it
1: i think so i'm i'm really excited about these releases of new movies yes. that would be in theaters so i'm all in mm-hmm. I appreciate what they're doing. So even if it's one, I don't necessarily was going to go see in theaters and like, Oh, I well, maybe I'll watch it. Yeah. Very excited for onward. So yeah. Onward. I'm like, let's,
0: I'm really uh, excited for invisible man as well. Um, and, mm-hmm. and I watched, I, like I said, I like last week I watched rise of Skywalker about seven or eight times. Not all because mm-hmm. I wanted to, I mean, I did. And, and, uh, the other, and I watched it again. Uh, we're recording this on, um, Monday spoilers but i watched it last night also again i just i i i know and i don't want anybody to argue with argue about if you don't like it, you don't like it that's fine if you like it that's fine but for me i just have so much fun watching it and right now it is such for me a pleasant distraction from everything else and i'm just i could just sit back and watch it. i also said on the live stream on Monday's uh, lunchtime live stream. I watched The Legend of the Three Caballeros because I, just, I think it's Donald Duck and I just was like, I don't feel like being an adult right now. <laughs> Throw out a cartoon and enjoy this. And it's great. And then I got to watch it with my nieces and nephew and they, and like I said before, it was infectious how much they enjoyed it. They were playing along. Like we went out for a walk and they grabbed sticks and were using them as lightsabers and they were Ray and Kylo and Finn and and it was just awesome Awesome to see and fun, and and really when you those kind of movies, that's what they're made for.
1: How did they like Babu Frick? That's always like something uh, I could never.
0: They, they laughed, yeah. it, but it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't. uh Adobe just sent I me mean, our commitment to you for COVID nineteen. I just got that message from Adobe. They, you know <laughs> what, Babu? I uh, I their their reaction to Babu was underwhelming. Right, because there were certain points in the movie where I looked at them. Right, yeah. like I was like, okay, what do what you guys, what are you, how are you going to react? And Babu yeah. didn't get much of a reaction from them. They loved my seven-year-old niece when Ray died, but then when Kylo brings her back, when Ben brings her back, I should say, that's her favorite part of the movie. And I <laughs> asked her like for four days after that. I said, "What's your favorite part?" She goes, "When Ray came back."
1: <laughs> and I was like, "Why?"
0: <laughs> because she was dead and now she's not. I was like, "All right, that's fair." <laughs> but that was her favorite, like huge reaction um ray palpatine was the biggest excitement reaction from all of them they were blown away by it it was that kind of for me was kind of cool to see how they were like what like that like just completely mesmerized by her being the daughter of the electric guy um (laughs) they fly now not not the the verbiage it wasn't when they said let's fly now it was the fact that they were flying they got a kick out of that Right, there was some right, right. cheering going on. Um What else was there? They didn't know laughter for 3PO. <laughs> Those jokes <laughs> went right over their head. But it was, just, but yeah, there was moments. What else? Uh The snake in the sand uh, dudes mm. that, that guy They're like, Whoa, what? Like that. Um, the Jedi mind trick she performs got a huge one. And I think, and, and, uh, Kylo and the Knights of Ren, my nephew really, or Ben and the Knights of Ren, my nephew really loved that. Uh, and 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 Dark Ray was so. Before we watched it, we recorded a scavenger scum because they really, they actually really wanted to. And I and they saw my Dark Ray Funko, mm-hmm. and none of them really were, and they understood why. They're like, "What was it, Dark Side Ray?" Why is Ray bad? Well, and they were so like into that. And then when Dark Ray happened, they're like, there she is! Oh my god! So they were really I think it was for them, Dark Ray was just enough. Like it was like it, it was enough for them to still like like Ray and understand that she wasn't actually bad.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Watch it hmm Yeah. Yeah, I'm you. excited to watch that movie, like so.
0: It's fun. It is. It's just fun. I want to watch. I actually kind of want to sit down now that I have time and watch all nine of them in a row. Yeah. Just, uh,
1: I, I think I said to you uh, on one of the myriad other <laughs> people that we made last week that now that we have time, I'm like, I think I'm just going to watch every single piece of Star Wars content on Disney Plus. Yeah. Even the Lego stuff. Like, just watch it. It's totally attainable. To- now so yeah
0: absolutely i think it's gonna be a lot of fun i think um with patreon we'll be doing some uh live watchings of of the droids animated series and ewoks as well we can have some fun chat alongs also live streams coming up we're gonna offer patrons are gonna get a link to the live stream so they could join us on the lunchtime live streams and have some fun talking star wars with us um because again that's what this you know we are having fun it's star wars it's escapism at its finest is what i like to say Mm-hmm. oh yeah one thing i really <laughs> want to talk about too oh yeah patreon.com slash troubles podcast but whatever uh one thing i want to talk about greg grunberg was interviewed by was it the hollywood reporter and they asked him all these questions about coming back to star wars and and i think this is like a new interview like recent recent like it wasn't something that yeah. they did like a month ago and now they're releasing it it's like because he's like we have time let's do this and uh and did you get a chance to read it brock
1: uh, no, I've read like little blurbs and other and other stuff cuz I was reading the article where he's talking about or reading a part of it where he's talking about Carrie Fisher. I believe that's the yeah. same interview. So. Yeah. But no, I didn't read it cuz I wanted to be surprised.
0: <laughs> well, I'm not going to read it, but I will I'll give points. You know, no, yeah. so I'm
1: going to paraphrase here. But exactly. but they
0: asked him about, you know, JJ J. Abrams and the few JJ had with with R.J. with Ryan Johnson and how Abrams didn't like The Last Jedi and all that stuff, and Grunberg comes out and he says that he never he he was oblivious to that. He's like he, that never came out. He says that J.J. Abrams loves Ryan Johnson and loves what he did. That could be a lie. This could be you know somebody sticking up for his friend and whatnot. But I think it's and and on Twitter and social media now people are like, who cares what he has to say, Greg Grunberg, Nobody cares. Okay, but I think we also have to remember that these are, these are three separate movies, created by two different people with different uh, creative styles, to say the least. I love Looper to death, and I love Super Eight. But when you compare those two, they're not the same at all. You know what I mean? Like, these are different filmmakers doing different stories with different takes on things, and and I think even if ryan johnson didn't like some of the choices made in force awakens and jj abrams didn't like some of the choices made in last jedi i think they both respected what the other one did
1: yeah i would agree i, I don't want those two guys to be the same anyways no like i like jj abrams style and i like uh ryan johnson's style so and like Grunberg could totally sit in the JJ camp. He wasn't in the second one, so he says he, he does was-
0: say he actually does point out. He says he was hoping to get the call for for eight. It never happened to mm-hmm. so go. So if I ever wanted to shoot him down, I easily could. Like he kind of he kind of takes a jab in that. Yeah. Like like if he's like I have there's no love lost. Basically is what he's saying. Yeah. And he's like I'm not doing it to stick up for Ryan Johnson or anyone. Uh, so he does he does actually say that. And um just to your point.
1: Yeah, no, yeah. So it's just like he doesn't have to say anything. Nobody's paying him to. I think he's just looking at how people are reacting. you're yeah. like like you know, I don't think he's trying to fight. I think you said this. He's not trying to say, "Oh, you should like these movies." He's just saying it's like none of that like existed. And if it is, then that's all internal. It's not like it's some cover up of some yeah. sort. Like they were making movies, they weren't. It wasn't hate. It was love for Star Wars, which yeah, straight up.
0: I think the other thing, too, is this Colin Trevorrow script that comes out. And a lot of people are like, oh, it connects to Last Jedi a lot better. And I think – and I'm really I, – I don't like that phrase. And I don't like when people are like, oh, that should have been nine. Because, first of all, you don't know how it would have turned out. Uh, <laughs> state of emergency announced in Ontario. All essential order – all non-essential are ordered to close, Brock. Just got that in, so. Okay.
1: Um,
0: anyway, I, what was I saying? I lost complete train of thought due to a state of emergency.
1: Um, um, you were talking about, um, I don't even know. We were talking about J.J. Abrams. Uh... uh, 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 uh i don't know <laughs> you completely train wrecked
0: completely derailed on, <laughs> yeah. on that thought it, uh, oh my point was controversial script that people are like this right, should be yeah. episode eight and blah 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 we don't know first of all we don't know what it would have what what looked like but also I I, I, believe, I I believe and this could just be me but i thought that the rise of skywalker did connect to the last jedi maybe you know, there's a missed opportunity in Force Ghost Luke, and few other missed opportunities. But the yeah. but the script that he was making, the script that they that they did, the story that they were telling, didn't call for that. There was no need for Force Ghost Luke in that. Just like in Last Jedi, yeah. there's no need. There's no calling for the Knights of Ren, right? So you have to you have to look at it from the perspective. And I think when you and and I and for me, I'm I think they do connect uh, very well. They are different, but they're different like Empire and Return of the Jedi to me. Like they're different, but they still feel connected. And I think, even though people think that that the uh, duo of the Faith script connected even more and felt more like a real sequel, I just think this was J.J. Abrams' sequel to The Last Jedi. And I think people, uh, you, you have to switch your mindset to see that. The guy who made The Force Awakens was making a sequel to The Last Jedi, not the guy that made The Last Jedi was making a sequel to Last Jedi. So Last Jedi felt like a diff- like it feels different from Force Awakens, whereas Return of the Rise of Skywalker feels a bit different from Last Jedi. But that's just the way that these are going. And I do feel like they hit. And yes, there are little things like The Force, Goes Luke and, and you know, maybe Rose wasn't used as much. But I still feel like it hit. What it needed to, and it told the story and it and it put this whole thing to bed. And you don't have to agree with all the decisions that were made. but I still think that it it it, it fits in the the Star Wars mythology,
1: yeah, sure. like uh, it is what it is. And you could say, oh, they they could have done this. It's like there were so many ideas in the last forty years for Star Wars scripts. like it's <laughs> things change. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't work out the way you want it to. Like, now it's like, and how do we know we would like the Colin Trevorrow thing? We're just like, oh, that he had, like, we see a script and they had a couple of good ideas. How do we know that would translate to a film? You don't know if it's going to be good. You don't like these. It's like you can crap on Ryan Johnson all you want, but then, like, did you like Knives Out? Because that did really, really well this year. So. He's set, so it doesn't matter if you like or dislike the Last Jedi. He's still proving himself as a director, so it's He's a he uh, is a oh, I like
0: he's, a, he's a great director.
1: Let's go to Never Tell Me the Odds. Never Tell Me the Odds brought to us by our wonderful Patreon. Patreon,
0: thank you for all of your support. Means a lot And to they us.
1: are <laughs> executive producer, Heidi Feder, Barry Brophy, Dennis Allen, Mary Kristen Athen. Jeff Wilson, Aaron Quinton, Al Schuler, Phil Staniforth, Jana Rubio, Rachel Alford, Austin Shurer, Scott D, Andy Higgins, Josh Price, Mason Hope, Matt W, Rez,
0: Rural, Farm Boy, Frank Perkins, Sooner, Thrawn, Neil Lowry, D, Raven, Spencer, Gleek Play 1, Kayla Davis, Automated Joy, Charlotte, Mariah Weekland, Jericho Kane, Four Leaf Clover, Girls, with several sabers, they have a few. I don't know if they have one each. They might have more than one each. We don't know. And uh, Josh at the denim nerds. Hi, Actually, you know what? It just says, it's just denim nerds. So we'll say it's Ken, the social media guru who posts a lot of great uh, memes. I like okay. I like him, I, Josh. I could take him or leave him. You know, he's he's like, hey, can you come on a live stream? I'm like, I have a nine to five, Josh. I am a 9 to
1: 5. Stop it. Nine to
0: five. Uh, but Josh did, was kind enough to send a video for our morning show, so that's awesome of him. And so we girls with sabers. Actually, a lot of people did. Um, but anyway, <laughs> today's awesome. Thank you, Patreon, for all of your support. Um, also, shout out to um, – there's a few, but I know Heidi and, and Andy, uh, specifically, uh, they work in essentials, uh, so they Ooh. have to still – Uh, work to bring us what we need to survive at these times so a special thanks to to them and to any of you out there listening who do work you know obviously the doctors and nurses and and medical staffs but the grocers you know the grocery store employees and mail and, and railroad and anything that's open liquor store god bless you uh just seriously though it thank you for everything um because we're trapped inside and when we go out you're the only people we can turn to and we rely we rely heavily on you right now um so thank you for everything
1: (laughs) yeah stay safe thank you yeah you're doing the lord's work seriously
0: yeah uh pharmacists as well yeah even though they won't look me in the eye (laughs) it's like i'm like i get it this is weird it's like i am legend outside here we go. The odds, first of odd, the odds of Ahsoka getting her own series on Disney Plus in live action. A live action oh. Ahsoka series. We talked about this a bit on the live stream on Monday. Will she get her own series?
1: I think it's inevitable. As long as the character does well, but I can't see it not doing well. Like The Mandalorian is just firing on all cylinders, so I'm going to go 100%. Can we just, they want to do these off offshoots. Yeah. It makes sense.
0: Can we just if it is Rosario Dawson? What what a career she is like she has had. Yeah. Like if you think about it, she's what is she B or C list? I don't think she's A list. I would say B list. Yeah, she's pretty high, but she's not like yeah. you know. I don't know if your parents would know who she is. I think they would recognize her face, but I think name yeah. recognition, yeah. right? But she's just she shows up in everything. um fantastic career fantastic actress i, I really yeah. think she's great i'm gonna go 87 i say mm-hmm. like why not if she's gonna do it she's a nerd at heart first of all i think yeah. you know she's a she wanted to play this character so if it is her doing it just milk it <laughs> milk yeah, her in this yeah. role for as long as possible we're all game for it i mean right now we all have time for it as well so, maybe she could shoot it. Maybe, like, she could shoot it. Yeah. She could put green on her face or whatever. She could shoot it <laughs> at home on a webcam, send it to somebody, uh, Lucasfilm, who's at home with the technology, and they could do, like, a home video of Ahsoka, like yeah. cooking Ahsoka tea or something.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Like shock tea?
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's our first odd. Our second odd uh, the odds of Mandalorian season two being released early i know a lot of people are saying they should release it now well they just finished shooting so it won't be ready now but do you think if this let's say if this goes until august brock and star wars celebration is in flux and they're like we're not going to do it do you think there's a possibility we could get mandalorian season two early
1: the only reason i want it i mean i want it early don't get me like 100 oh, yeah. i want it early but my issue with it is it comes out in october yeah. that's when it was going to come out so i don't want to think the problem that like it's not gonna it's like this is an issue till october so let's go like if it's sort of maybe no it would be great get it once it's done as a gift of us getting out of this problem right so it's just like well really don't want to think about how long this might
0: here's take, here's so. the problem though we're not the only ones being isolated
1: Yeah. Right. Like those
0: editors aren't going to be in a room with other editors like, you know, so that you could theoretically the editor, an editor could edit, send it to Favreau, Filoni, Kennedy and all that. Uh, Theoretically, it could be done. But also, uh, I don't know, I'm going to go 37 percent. I mean, it would be great to get it early. I just think there's a reason yeah. why it was coming in October to begin with. If anything, it might get yeah. delayed if you think about it. So yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I don't rush it. Do what you got to do yeah. with it. Um, make it the best you can. If you can give us some kind of treat, give us a treat. Maybe they do – Maybe oh, too bad, you know, they could do what Rebels did and give us like that – that was a Siege of Lothal movie in June. Remember that? Like, give us something a little bit early, maybe the first episode yeah, yeah. a month earlier. Yeah. So, uh, but then, you know, then, you, but yeah. then the problem with that was you were waiting four months <laughs> for the return of the yeah. show. It's like, what? You just wet my taste buds. So, um, I'm going to go. I'm, I'm yeah. going low. Uh,
1: but yeah, I guess, yeah, I agree with you. Like, 25% will get right early.
0: Yeah, I got, I got to go low on it. All yeah. right. Our final odd today the odds. Do I want
1: one. I want it right now. But-
0: oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Now that you're unfrozen from the timeline. Uh, the final line, the odds of a Clone Wars sequel series. Something that looks and feels like a distinct sequel to the Clone Wars. Not like Rebels is kind of a sequel to the Clone Wars. Like literally like they're like, all right, let's go see what happened with character X um, and move on from there.
1: Yeah. I. I don't know. Like I, would I want it? Yes. But I don't know what it would be because it couldn't even do like an Ahsoka thing. Cause we're getting that right now. And then we know roughly what happened. Like if you read the Ahsoka book, I believe that fills a lot of that gap. And then like she pops up in rebels. I think, I don't know what you would do exactly. Maybe, ah, you know what? Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe something like post, post revenge of the Sith. Like yeah, it's not really the Clone Wars, right? Because once Order 66 is up, but maybe well, maybe it, could, some be, kind
0: it of, could be, yeah, that could be the sequel to the Clone Wars, would be Order 66 yeah. or something,
1: sort of like do what they were doing in the Darth Vader book, where you see him trying to like get used to being Darth Vader and finding his own lightsaber or whatever, like mm-hmm. hunting down Jedi's. Maybe I don't know, I don't know if we need that, but uh, I, I just think there's I don't know with what there is to tell, so I'm gonna go. 25 percent on this one as well because do i if you made it i would watch it well
0: it could be like a That's jedi fallen order it could be like a jedi fallen order where we follow a jedi yeah, being yeah, chased
1: yeah.
0: by sure by things uh i'm gonna go low though i'm gonna go 22 percent i just it's clone wars It'll, it will it is the clone wars right like yeah. pretty much everything afterwards is a sequel to it so i think i think we're just gonna stop there
1: i guess like once season seven is over what state we're in after that. I know it's supposed to just lead right into the movie, but, like, there's still stuff you could find out. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe that'll change. I would
0: be yeah, more I mean. excited. Uh, we need something to bridge. I, like, I really wouldn't mind a Luke and Lando animated series, Clone Wars style, yes. looking for yeah. Oshi and, and going to Pasana. Like, there's a lot going on there. Uh, so that I wouldn't. Ha- I, I wouldn't mind yeah. seeing because uh, then we could even get into how the first order was stealing kids from the heroes of the of the new Republic, yeah. the rebellion heroes, stuff like that. There's so much story to tell because they left so much of it on the table in in the sequel trilogy. I just don't know why they're not embracing that yet. And and I understand that before it was cuz you know clearly there was no plan and they didn't know how to embrace it but now it's all done it's done we know yeah. we know how it all ends so fill in those yeah. gaps and fill them out on Disney Plus stop it with the comics yeah. the comic no offense to comics they're great but you're going to reach yeah. more people on Disney Plus or take the night, yeah. the the rise of kylo ren comic and and expand on it as a Disney Plus series do that because i just feel like there's so many missed opportunities right now marvel is embracing this disney plus star wars right now is mandalorian and clone Wars season seven
1: i'm more i i like i, I it's more likely to see some new marvel series come up early than i think uh, clone or mandalorian going back to that other odd, because like we're supposed to get stuff in june maybe we get it early can I get some WandaVision up in here? Oh, I am psyched for that. <laughs> I don't know. Wasn't
0: WandaVision supposed to come in, like, December? or
1: No, I think it was in November. September. I could be wrong. They, they didn't give concrete dates. That was the thing.
0: Well, because they don't know, right? They're like, yeah. we're just making <laughs> so, it. Uh, hello, WandaVision. Quarter. <laughs> WandaVision, December 2020.
1: Oh, shit. Excuse me. <laughs> oh, hello. Kids well, was, it, was it... Uh... Cap and Falcon and Winter Soldier that was supposed to come out in the summer? No, I think I that... feel like there was something in the summer.
0: Falcon and Winter Soldier uh, 2020. There's no... Hmm. Well, that, well was, I... that was one of the first things to go on hold from production.
1: Uh, okay. That was one yeah, of the things think... that
0: they stopped uh, immediately, yeah. so... Um, yeah, who knows? I mean... Hmm at the same time you can't like uh shang chi is on hold you he, he can't complain man it is what it is black widow i don't think we're gonna i don't think they're gonna put that on disney plus i think they're gonna wait like a year for that like hmm, fast yeah. nine fast nine was like well we're not coming out in may we're coming out in 2021 wow yeah fast like hey good on them to you know it's 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 the big summer movie they want people to be in good spirits you know it's a it's Fast and Furious. It's not the end of the world. We'll all survive another year without seeing that movie. Maybe.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Toretto family. Uh, I need a corona.
1: <laughs>
0: I sound more like Christian Bale's Batman than I do Vin Diesel. <laughs> <laughs> Brock, do you want to? I'm see? not wearing hockey pants. I'm, I'm not, not wearing <laughs> hockey
1: pants in my car. It's that time of the show, James up and i talk
0: yeah but before straight. i shut up i get to do something cool yeah Hollow news okay go
1: <laughs> Hollow news the news you need to know right now uh as we were talking about uh Troz, the rise of skywalker you can now watch it on digital and hopefully soon on Disney+. Plus. But here's a possible Easter egg that you might not know about. Apparently, in the original shooting, they did a a shout-out, a uh, homage to that of Jim Henson's uh, The Labyrinth by placing the character of Ludo in one of the scenes, just in the background. But apparently, he's been pretty much completely cut from the movie, but there is an odd that he might be in the bar scene on Kajimi, to so look out for him. He is the Chewbacca of the Labyrinth world, uh, but obviously has a connection with the original movies because Henson made a lot of the puppets, and Labyrinth is by Jim Henson. Uh, Neil Scanlon, the VX artist, he's the one that revealed this, saying that, to my knowledge, he didn't make the movie. He may be in the Kajimi momentarily. If he is, some fan might pick up on it and say, oh, that looks like Ludo. And they're right. He was envisaged the same way and performed exactly the same way as puppets in puppets and costumes in the Star Wars era. So it's cool. And I, he says, the Ludo costume always looked good, and I think it's it's one of my favorite parts of the Labyrinth. So check it out. And if you spot it, please let us know. Um. Also, this week uh, or last week, last Friday, Ahsoka made her. Return to Clone Wars in Episode 4, where we find out she's been living in the slums of Coruscant since leaving the Jedi Order. So it's a great And if you've watched any of the trailers, you've seen a lot of the clips of this. Uh, but there's another Easter egg in this where when she's running, I forget, when she's running, which she does a lot in the episode. If you look in the crowd, there's one moment where there is a Rodian and a Thorian and an Aqualish standing together and dressed in a particular way which is an homage to the original f- action figures in uh, the Kenner ep- uh, action figures, where like I believe the Rodian is an all green, uh, the-, the Thorian's in blue, and the Aqualish is in an orange vest. I, I might have that tw- twisted around, but they are animated to look similar, at least in style, to their original action figures, which are now, if you have a, have a version of that, You've got a real collector's items on your hand, so check that out. I know I'm going to rewatch and look for it. And in final news, since you're home and you got nothing going on, uh check out uh, the, the Twitter feeds for, for uh, the writers of Zombieland. I, of course, did not write them down. Uh, Wernick and his co-writer, Reese, they posted the script that originally was meant for uh, Mark Hamill to be in Zombieland uh, instead of uh, Bill Murray. As we all know, that's one of the best scenes in that movie where Bill Murray is alive and well in the zombie apocalypse. Originally, it was supposed to be Mark Hamill at one point. So they've posted that script, and the whole idea is they go in. It's a house full of Star Wars memorabilia. It's really fun and all that, so it's an interesting take. But yeah, this has been your Hollow News hollow news ah that's the outro song
0: people haven't heard that before because it doesn't exist
1: I'm the word hockey pants top five
0: top five what's on the
1: menu for top five today james
0: top five characters I don't remember brock I am so in a daze top five underrated underrated star wars characters this should be a lot of fun I'm trying to find my graphic. now.
1: What do you mean by that? Like the the ones that don't get enough screen time, or just don't have enough fan love.
0: Um, uh, I don't know. Whatever you would think is underrated, like it can't be Luke Skywalker, you know? Like, <laughs> uh, hold on,
1: let me just. What about Luke Skywalker?
0: <laughs> okay, I just changed my top five quickly. I was like, bam, bam, bam. yeah it could be that it could be star killer from force unleashed characters that when you say star wars aren't the first characters you think of basically further down the list you know right okay things like that yeah should be a lot of fun this is a quick podcast Mm -hmm. we should milk it let's just go silent for a bit and hope everybody stays guys let us know what your top five um (laughs) underrated star wars characters are in the comments below we'd love to hear those uh, Cause it's fun to do. All right, Brock. My number five is this little guy with four arms named Rio Durant. Ooh, I liked Rio. He died though, yeah. so he's dead. Actually, hold on. One, hey, Daryl. One, two, three of my five are dead.
1: <laughs> yeah, my number five is gonna be Doctor Afra. I think it's a character that nice. needs to be in more stuff. Check out our. Live stream from Monday. I went full Stan on <laughs> Doctor Afra. That's what the kids say, Mister James. They Stan it. I yeah. I still don't, like that's the thing I don't get about
0: Stan is is like an M M&M and M reference from like two thousand yeah, or no, ninety
1: nine. We were <laughs>
0: Yeah, like how? Okay, we didn't even call it that.
1: Uh, no, exactly. What's your number four? Uh, number four. The only one that matters, Bail Organa. Ooh, yes, we've talked about this yeah. before.
0: Bail's great; should be higher on my list, actually. But Bail is my number four. I love Bail Organa. Jimmy Smits, Phil Lamar, all representing Bail Organa. Fantastic when Jimmy Smits appeared <laughs> <Phil> on. <Lamar. laughs> yeah. Fantastic when Jimmy Smits appeared on, on Rogue One. It was a great add to that. And then he's like, he he mentions how he's going to send a message to his his friend the Jedi, and. Uh, basically that sealed uh his fate and his daughter's fate
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's it's yeah. uh my number four is going to be admiral akbar because Bam. i just love everything about that character we've it's grown so much alone in the last 10 years we see admiral Raddis, we see mm-hmm. uh uh his son uh at bar no i don't think it's at bar it's act acto i should know this because they put him in a comic book plus the movie you see his son and then there's a lot of in the last few years with comics they did like a lot of mentioning of of the of, of mon Cala and their king that gets imprisoned by vader and then then saved later by luke and han and and leia so it's like ooh. Uh, and he's also in the Clone Wars, so, so so like I would love to see more of Mon Cala, I suppose is really, the, but let's use Akbar as that.
0: Yeah, and Radis party. was supposed to be Akbar, and then JJ mixed it because uh, they thought it'd be too much Akbar. I think Radis, I, I I love Radis. I think Radis is a stronger character than Akbar. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's because Akbar is underrated, Brock. But I just, I think if Radis was Akbar, though, it would have made that character even stronger you know like it's just
1: wild a uh, character that was just oh maybe he'll make him look like a fish yeah, and, then, <laughs> and then he'll say all these weird lines and then to all our knowledge we're like that was a really funny character <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: so true yeah. uh my number three we're on number three is moloch from mm-hmm. from the uh solo a Star Wars story Moloch really thought he was a cool looking or Lady Proxima you pick you one or the other uh, I like them both I'm huge fans of both of them
1: yeah I think we should go back to Corellia I think yeah. there's a lot of fun things you could do there Actually, um... Moloch
0: reminds me of like a Thundercats character I feel like Moloch would live <laughs> in that world. yeah <laughs> like, <mutants>. yeah <laughs>
1: Th- like, Thundercats is a wild series when you really boil it down. That's true. <laughs> when you watch all the episodes, you're like, "Wow!" Uh, my number three is going to be oh god, I had it in my head. Why does this always happen? My number three is is uh, 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 oh god, oh Enfi's nest because hmm. I feel like we don't know enough about her and. Solo just left so much out in the open. It's like, wow, oh, that's really cool. And I think you can do a coordination of her and Saw Gerrera or something like that and maybe throw in Oman Mothma, sort of like see this growing of the rebellion. Like, It was so so interesting, that scene, when she takes her helmet off and you're like, who is that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's not on my list, but
0: yeah, I agree. Should have been on my list. Yeah. But I had to make room for my number two, Ben Quaternero's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic character. I think the problem... Here's the thing. People don't respect Ben Quaternero's. And without... So if Ben Quaternero's pod was working, he would have won the pod race. And the Skywalker saga would cease to exist. So it is because of Ben Quaternero's that we have these movies. So you thank Ben Quaternero's before you go to bed tonight, everybody. You thank him. Because without that screw-up, without somebody sabotaging his pod, there would be no... Anakin would not have turned to Vader and Luke and Leia would never be born and Rey would never I mean there would probably still be Rey but she would be pure Empress Rey because she would have been raised by She-V-P. So
1: she would be raised <laughs> she would be raised <laughs>
0: raised but I am right. the dark side
1: <laughs> alright your number two my number two is going to be I had it in my head then I got distracted by what you were saying
0: it's Ben uh, Quadaneros.
1: Obviously, I would love to put Poe Dameron, but he gets his time in the sun. Mm-hmm. But we were talking about someone similar to him early in the episode. Gren- Greg Grunberg snaps Wexley, <laughs> <laughs> because I think a story about X-wing pilots or just Rebel pilots would be really, really interesting. And like, yeah, take Poe out of it and put that, like, th- make it about where the rest of like his squadron goes after uh force awakens or the beginning of uh of uh of last jedi because in the comics they say they went off to go find other people that's why we don't see them uh but yeah you have a good squadron group of people there that are actual actors they have so they're still active put them in there and make uh give greg gunberg his uh, time in the sun so
0: good call good call on that one there Uh, My number one, Quill. (laughs) Look, without Quill, without Quill's ability to repurpose IG-11, Baby Yoda would be in the clutches of Moff Gideon right now. So you thank Quill. You thank Quill and Ben Quaternarros because without them, your beloved saga would not exist. I love Quill. The actress that portrays the motion and Nick Nolte's voice, it's all great. Everything about Quill is fantastic. Yeah. And you know what? Yeah. To that I say, I have spoken. I don't know what voice that was. <laughs> it, that was like
1: Demon it, Quill. It seems like flawless too. It almost like, how did they get Nick Nolte yeah. in That tiny little character. Um <laughs> his presence is so big. Yeah. Um I am going to go a little off the beaten path, go to Rebels, one of my favorite nice. shows. Harrison Doula let's find out more yeah they've they've, uh, they've grown a little bit more on in the comics and in some of the YouTube cartoons there's no reason why not to and now she's like at the end of rebels you see she's a mother so like talk about
0: that she's a fantastic find character. out
1: if her son is a Jedi as well or force sensitive I don't know that'd be fun I would argue that rebels has some of the most interesting
0: Star Wars characters
1: yeah 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 yeah. yeah. I yeah. Think, <laughs> even like the, 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 the like one-off droids and stuff like that i was saying on a show <laughs>
0: recently the bendu is like i want more bendu in my life
1: yeah 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 okay. like chopper you can barely yeah. understand what he's saying is but it's so interesting ap5 yeah ap5 that's
0: it <laughs> he's great There's, yeah there, it's so many good characters but herica Her, herica Her, hera is such a great character and I, see, as much as I think Ahsoka needs and deserves to be in live action, I think Hera does as well because she's such a strong character that she's not going to get the recognition she deserves unless she makes that that, that transition into live action. And, you know, her voice is in Rogue One. Uh, I think it's supposed to be Hera, but it's Vanessa Marshall's voice, so I think it's supposed to be Hera. The ghost appears there as well, or is it ghost in Res- Ghost? Is in one of those movies, and yeah. it just it would be nice to get some live action Hera uh, going on because she. Like you said, she's definitely an underrated character because she lives in Rebels and not, you know, a saga film or something.
1: Yeah. Perfect. Uh, you know what? I almost want to say BB-8 as well. <laughs> no. Well, you know what? bb 8 I love droids, though. Like, I, I think they should think of a, a droid... Run show of some sort.
0: But bring back droids and add BB. I look. I think BB 8s a weird character because in the Force Awakens, it's like BB 8s going to steal the spotlight, and and BB Eight kind of does. And then the Last Jedi, BB Eight has a few moments, and then BB 8s just like brushed to the side in Rise of Skywalker. Rightfully so, because three PO gets the spotlight. So I was okay with that. But it's funny yeah. how like I thought we would get more and more BB Eight, and end up being less and less BB Eight.
1: Yeah, I suppose. You know, it just they added too many freaking characters to that movie. Anyways, besides the point, we've talked to that at nauseum. But like, <laughs> and I
0: like all the new characters.
1: Yeah, sure. Except for
0: no, I like them all. Except for who don't you like? Luke Skywalker. Oh, Luke is the <gasps> worst. Although his hair, his hair and his blue glow is pretty bad. Although I didn't find the blue glow as bad on the home copy so either they trimmed it a bit or i'm just so used to, i'm just like guessing he's gonna be as blue as our board on the bottom here there's like graphic
1: how do they, how do they do that now is that is he green screened in later no he's on he set he's on set you see it
0: on the behind the scenes he's on set with her
1: oh cool yeah like then they just do like an effect on him so yeah. you can see through him yeah uh, okay yeah. that makes more sense wow the magic of movies <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's that's the way it is. Don't forget you can listen to us wherever you get your podcast. That's uh iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Stitcher SoundCloud, all the shebang. And you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and the Twitters. Uh, we have a lot of fun talking Star Wars and doing things as uh as they as they come. We also have a Patreon, uh, if you want to check us out there. Uh, but follow us on all the other things. Listen to us where you can. Uh, we're going to be doing Star Wars, talking Star Wars, cranking out as much Star Wars content as we can for the next little while to hang out with you guys, to give you guys you know, something to do while you're at home, uh, doing that extra load of laundry that you normally wouldn't do while you were at work, cleaning the house, whatever. We want to be here for you uh, during your self-isolation. Uh, we're going to have fun doing it, right Brock? You know it. Alright, this is episode 162 of the Rebel Scum Podcast. He's Brock, I'm James, and the other thing about him that you might not know is that he was always scum.
1: Rebel Scum.
0: Hey scumbags, thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.